this is Rachel McElroy. This is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. Welcome, baby. Hey. Hey. Oh. Hey, y'all. <laughs> you feel that holiday spirit creeping up? My ass feels like a Starbucks cup up in here. I I need I need to hit some tonight, I think, because oh. I don't know that I've really dipped my toe in enough. I walk hit. by that, that tree in our room, and I think... There it is. There it is. It hasn't really synced up yet with like the spirit. You need the ghosts. You need them three ghosts. Oh, I thought you were talking about Jesus. <laughs> you need them holy ghosts. Okay, typically when one talks about Jesus, they don't refer to him as multiple ghosts. You could call him. Well, a- that's when I knew you weren't when you said the three. That's I was like, oh, okay, no, I not could have probably not the holy one. I could have probably come up with something to convince you that Jesus is three ghosts. I know. I'm very gullible when it comes to the Bible. That's that's entirely true. Bi- is it bib- Bibble? Bib- bibble? Uh, the original bible? pronunciation was Bibble. Okay. Uh, hey, welcome to The Wonderful Show. It's a show where we talk about things that we like and things that we're into. And now it's called The Wonderful Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like The Man Show, that classic show on Comedy Central. Oh, how is it like that? Well, um, we talk about beer. We talk about beds. <laughs> Um, no, this is, this is a good time of year, I feel like, for this show. I feel incredibly, uh, grateful for a lot of things. Yeah, me and, too. And, uh, I, it's been a, it's been a very wild ride this month, I would say, but it's been- This year, even, one might say. This decade, one might say. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in a good, I'm in a good mood, and that's maybe because the sickness that has occupied our house now for, like, a week and a half has finally left me behind, but it's still got its cruddy grip all over you. I am feeling better today. I, you know, people said, people said when they said, you know, hey, we're all gonna go back into the world, and our immune system has basically been dormant for over a year. Yeah. I bet there's going to be some illness that comes with interacting with people again. And yeah. hey, turns out, yes. Basically, since our children have been in care locations for almost a year. No, not no, quite a year. No, no, Not no. even a year. We've been sick like three times, three or four times at yeah, least. Yeah, since like September maybe. Uh, they yeah. keep bringing the stuff home it's and we keep- fucking brutal. Sucking um, it up. And because we've increased our number of people in the family- yeah. By a factor of, you know, 33%. Uh, the vectors have exponentially increased. It's hard to tell where it originates. Yeah, we don't know who to get mad at for bringing this terrible thing. Sometimes it's house. like they bring it home yeah. totally unaffected by it. We uh, get it. And then they get it from us somehow. It sucks. Even though they are patient zero. Anyway, this isn't, nobody cares. Nobody um, cares. But, uh, you know... You're feeling better. I'm starting to feel better. We're on the up and up, right in time for Jesus yeah. Day. Uh, you got any small <laughs> Wendy's? Small Wendy's. Uh, I'm going to say, oh. <laughs> you can harmonize. I'm going to say the bottle brush. Bottle this is brush. a brush where you use to watch the bottles. <laughs> You take you take the brush when you're cleaning the bottles and you put it in and it is perfectly sized. Baby bottles. For cleaning the inside of the bottles. I, you know, baby, yes, but it could also be other small glass bottles that you might be using. Okay. Maybe you've got a small vase. Um, yeah. Um, and I like that it's sized appropriately for the vessel it is cleaning. Yeah, I like that too. What about you? This is going to be... This is... I... Sleep. It can't be darker than mine. Mine is pretty dark. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I sometimes enjoy the novelty of 
sleeping on the couch. Oh, and, here we go. And it's not a... It's We're going to air our we're, dirty laundry. <laughs> we're not fighting, but we are taking turns coughing so much that it makes it impossible for the other person to sleep through it. Griffin and I almost fought over sleeping over the couch last night because I thought... We didn't fight. Well, I, he was like, I'll sleep on the couch. And I was like, you know, maybe I should sleep on the couch um, because sometimes the couch... I don't... I don't... <laughs> I don't care about nice things as much as I would say the average person who is at this point in their in their lives. That's very true. Yes, we we uh, I don't care. Like I don't get very much out of that. Right. I would say we live a little bit below our means Mm -hmm. because I just that stuff doesn't bother me. Anytime this is like a hint. Anytime I shop for Griffin, I tend to buy him very comfortable, nice things because he always treats it as such a a luxury. I just don't think about it. Yeah. I mean, we were we we were raised to not necessarily give much of a shit about that. Mm -hmm. But I will say we have the nicest bed in the fucking universe uh, that I love so very, very much. (laughs) And I love sleeping in it. But there's something about sleeping on the couch where it's like, whoo, I could do. I could I could stay up and watch. TV. I know yeah. TV's right here, You're right? Uh, and so I did that last night because one of us was coughing a lot, and not because it, <laughs> you were keeping me up, but I didn't want you to come out to the couch because you felt guilty, which is what happened the, the previous yeah. evening. Yeah, and it's just you know sometimes the couch just it 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 it's a different vibe. It's a different. It hits different. I like, you know, I like the the ability to sleep sitting up when I am sick. Yeah. Uh, and the couch makes that a lot this easier. Is dep- this is fucking That's depressing. Really sad. You know what sucks is that my first my subject today is also sort of in the Saturday. Yeah, but I think people are going to be hyped for this one. I hope so. Let's just get into it. Let's get into it. What is your first and only and most wonderful thing this week? It's it's functional. Yeah, it's remarkable. It is one of the most potent healing. Oh wow! Techniques. Okay, that I've ever Doctor McElroy. No, please, God. I feel like I need the <laughs> Sawbones intro for this. It's the neti pot. It's the neti pot. You did say one of the most potent healing. and that's- It's one of the things that when I do it, I'm like, oh, okay. I feel I feel considerably better because of the thing I just did. Usually Griffin and I don't share what our topics are in advance of recording, but this time he was like, hey, I'm going to do the neti pot. Uh, and Knowing was- it would be, you would be antagonistic because you don't like... Well, not antagonistic. I think... Um, it's scary. It is scary. Yeah, I mean, you're dry drowning yourself a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit when you do it. Um, I will say also up front that this is one of the rare types of subjects that I discuss on this show that if you do it wrong, you could die. So keep that in mind and make sure your shit is co- coming correct to the neti pot adventure if you want to go down this route. Uh, I have like, I get pretty chronic like sinusitis and like sinus uh pressure and infections and shit like nonstop. I've had surgeries to address it and other sort of uh, pretty horrific uh, corrective measures taken to prevent it. But it still happens from from time to time. And when it hits me, it hits me really, really hard. And so neti pot or nasal irrigation uh, is something that I never really took seriously, mostly because it, it if 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 your technique is not like really good, it does, it does, it is bad to have water poured into your nose. Well, and I don't think, I mean, I'm sure you will tell us how long it has existed for, but I will say that this was not a thing when we were younger. Like, I didn't know anybody that did it. I never yeah. heard about it. Like, it, I mean, it was a thing, but not in our yeah. w- universe necessarily. Uh, if you don't know what neti pot is, it's a little teapot 
that you put in one of your nostrils and you pour like this saline and water solution into your nose until it comes out of the other nostril and then you do the other nostril in reverse. And water goes through your whole sinus system and out the other side in a display that I would call grotesque, <laughs> yeah. carn- carn- like a dark carnival of, of uh, human terror. Uh, but man, oh man, does it hit the spot, right? <laughs> Uh, and uh, you really, uh, there's like a very specific way you need to hold your head and kind of like close your nose without actually pinching it from your mouth so that you don't, you know, choke yourself. And then you just breathe through your mouth as this salt water basically goes right through you. Uh, I used to hate it, but now I'm really good at it. And I think it's a godsend because it's one of those things that makes a lot of sense. Your, your sinus passages are so like tight by default. And if you do have some yeah, sort are. of like, yeah, <laughs> some sort of like, you know, deviated septum or just like chronic allergies that like swells the stuff up in there, it's really easy yeah. for dust or allergens yeah. or just like the gunk that's up in there to get just stuck to the point where the usual methods of clearing your nose doesn't work, right? Yeah. And so if you think about it in any other way, right? If you had some like straw that you really loved, but it got all jammed up. And then you like blew through it and it didn't make the stuff come out. You wouldn't be like, oh, oh, well, that's I've exhausted my options. You just wash it. You just wash it and you rinse it. This is a weird comparison you're making. <laughs> yeah, if you had a straw you really loved. Okay. If, if, <laughs> if there was some sort of like, if something gets dirty and stuck up, you wash it with water. And, yeah. that's the, and, and what Neti Pots presupposes is do that to your nose. And when you do it and you do it real good, and you instantly feel better because you just washed out the dirty thing, yeah. it's hard not to be like, why the fuck am I not doing this all the time? Especially because you have a dust allergy, right? Yeah. Like, this seems this seems pretty essential for you. But also, like, my shit's fucked up in there. And so my nose is particularly, like, great at being, like, irrevocably stuffed to a point where, I, like, I just have to ride it out and wait for things to fix themselves in there which can yeah. take in my case like a, a, a couple weeks maybe griffin gets one particle of dust in there he's okay he gets two he's okay three particles of dust and then forget it everything shut down yeah unless i irrigate it and i just it, it's one of those things that now that i do it pretty frequently when i get sick uh it, it's something that i wish existed for like every type of illness like <laughs> oh my tummy hurts let me just let me just flush the flush. The, I guess there is ways to. Yeah, flush I mean, one might say drinking water uh, is probably the best way to do that for your. But body. not as instantaneously. Neti pot no, takes like true. thirty seconds, and I'm back in the fight. Um, it also like moisturizes you in there in a place that gets pretty dry at certain types of the t- times of the year, and it just it's it's it is for me miraculous. Now, if you are interested in getting into the neti pot lifestyle, one there's a learning curve that sucks shit yeah. to get over. The other thing is that you have to make sure that you use distilled or purified water or water that you have yeah. boiled in a clean container. And then then this is an important part of it. If you do boil the water, let that shit cool. Yeah, that is a mistake I have definitely made. Rachel made a uh-oh one time that I would say was costly. I I So I, re- I like a really like hot shower, a really hot bath. So it's made it so that I am not great at judging temperature because I think I would shower in this. Right. I forget that I would not necessarily put that directly in my nose. Right. And how was that experience for you? How would you describe it? It was hot. Okay. <laughs> uh, the reason you got to make sure that it is super duper clean is because there, there can be you know bacteria or yeah. amoebas in that water that if you drink it, amoeba goes down the gully slide and ends up in your tummy acid. 
and then the amoeba's like, oh no, I'm dead. But you know what doesn't have acid in it is your nose stuff. Yeah. Uh, and so if one of them gets in you, it can make for a real bad infection or also just ki- just kill you outright. It's not yeah. a huge number of people that beef it in this way every year, but it ain't zero. So yeah. you do have to be carefully, you have to be carefully taught. Um, so the practice of nasal irrigation has roots in ancient Indian yogic practices just for general hygiene. Uh, and there are actually two variations on that process. So the neti pot is used in what is called, and I apologize for the pronunciation, uh, yala neti, which is where you get a neti pot and you put some nice clean salt water in it and you put it in one nostril and it comes out the other, right? That's the usual technique. There are advanced neti pot techniques which involve pouring it in your nose and spitting it out your mouth, which is cool. Um, Or better yet, and I would love to see this done, you put it in your mouth and then you blast it out your nose. Oh my God. Like a reverse whale. And I think that's fucking awesome and powerful. Wow. I would never be able to do that technique without being able to like, you know, open my eyes the next day. Um, but I appreciate that it's there. It is, I would say, preferable to what is called sutra neti. This is not a judgment on people who do it, obviously. Go with God. I think it sounds powerful and neat, but I don't think I would ever be able to pull out a length of string and put it in one nostril and then pull it out of my mouth and then just kind of floss. Oh, my God. Which is how rock stars do it, right? Like, I bet Andy Kaufman probably did it that way because that, that man was wild. Wow. But I am good with the vanilla sort of aquatic experience. Yeah, I don't really know how it works up there, you know? Like, I know that the nose and the mouth are connected, but I don't know what that passage looks like. It's more complicated than you would think. It would not surprise you to learn that I have looked at many diagrams of the (laughs) nasal cavity and its many mysteries. Yeah. Uh, But there's there's a lot more going up in there than you you assume. Um, But I I know this has been kind of a gross segment, but like, (laughs) and and I think it's one, one of those things that like people hear about neti potting and they think that it's some sort of like loosey-goosey, you know, homeopathic sort of thing and might feel certain ways about that because of that. But like on just on paper, you rinse out your nose pipes when your nose pipes get clogged up. And I feel like if you think about it that way, it's like, oh yeah, that makes, of course. Yeah. Why aren't we all doing that? Yeah, you have to get over kind of the initial um, hesitancy. So I had not done it in a long time. And as we mentioned earlier, I have been sick. And Griffin was kind of like dropping hints like... You were in you were in real bad shape yesterday. I was, yeah. I was coughing like every two to three minutes. Uh, and he was like, oh, if only there were a way to clean out that system that you have. And I was scared. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, uh, with you, dear listener. I was scared. But then? But then I did it. And I had to kind of fight. I was telling Griffin, it's kind of like when you have to first learn to swallow pills. Like your body is like, no, don't do this. Like you put the water in your nose and your body's like, stop, stop. Why? Why? But it really helped. I'm going to be honest. It helped. Yeah, man. I feel better. I mean, I potentially would have felt better today anyway. I'm going to put that out there. But... You felt better. You stopped coughing as much, and your voice sounded less circleish. And you, I, it, and I grew two inches. You grew two inches. Your muscles got big. <laughs> um, no, I mean I'm not going to over extol its virtues. I just think it's one of those things that now that I can do it without uh, hurting myself or yeah. feeling bad while doing it, and it's just like another form of care 
that I can do for myself, like drinking Sprite when I have a, or Gatorade when I have a stomach ache. Like I think about it the same way because it's just rinsing out something that is, that is, uh, gunked up. That, yeah, that's a good comparison. Like it's not going to cure you, but it is going to make you feel a little better in the moment. Which like when I'm in, when, when we're in the shit with a sinus problem, it's like anything, any port in a storm. I, this segment is probably not going to do it for a lot of people. I apologize for that, but uh, yeah, like the netty enthusiasts are going to just be like cheering yeah. right now, but but everybody else is going to be like, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, I'll, I'm ride or die with it. So, except I, I clean the water, so I'm I'm just mostly ride with it. <laughs> hey, can I uh, steal you away? Yes. Cool. It can be intimidating trying to roll with the console cowboys in cyberspace. Um, there's always the worry that maybe they know something that you don't vis-a-vis um, website design or website functionality, and you think, that I could never be that. I could never be among their illustrious ranks. Griffin, if I wanted to build a website where I ranked my favorite episodes of Ghostwriter, would I be able to do that? Well, first of all, it would be... The same list as everybody else's with the Julia Styles <laughs> episode at the top. But yes, you can do that with Squarespace. It's the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Every Squarespace website and online store comes with a suite of integrated features and useful guides that help maximize prominence among search results. Do you want to have special functionality like maybe a members-only VIP club section of your website? You can do that. Do you want to sell stuff? Yeah, you can do that too. Do you want to have an online scheduler so that people you can, you can sell? Uh, your time yeah you can do that also anything is possible that's um there for the commercial the super bowl commercial they had that was my voice yelling anything is possible in the wow background. yeah not a lot of people know that hey head to squarespace.com slash wonderful pod for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use offer code wonderful pod to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain griffin yeah you know it's a shame what is that when you order uh, meals to be delivered to you, they can only be for dinner. That's true because of the law. But wait, wait, what's this coming across our desk? The law is different now? <laughs> it's factor. These rebels are operating outside the boundaries of food law. <laughs> factor has breakfast. They have midday bites. They have smoothies. Uh, there's lots of stuff you can get with Factor. What other things can you get with Factor? Well, I'm looking at this menu right now. They got a lot of tasty little options for you. I'm talking about artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. Did you even know that butter could be tomato? <laughs> Not me. Shredded chicken and loaded mashed taters with, I changed the word. They say potatoes, but I said taters, precious. With mushroom <laughs> gravy, smoked cheddar, uh, bacon, and Parmesan broccoli. Uh, this this menu is out of sight, and my mouth is just watering looking at these glossy JPEGs of tasty food. So head to factormeals.com slash wonderful50 and use code wonderful50 to get 50% off. That's code wonderful50 at factormeals.com slash wonderful50 to get 50% off. Got a couple jumble gems here. And I would love to read this first one. Do you know why? Because it is for elder plops. And it is from Tony, Tony, and Tomy. Who say, I wanted your favorite couple to help me wish you happy birthday. Is that us? (laughs) They didn't indicate they wanted another favorite couple to read this. That's fair. You're about to be 25. Oh, to be 25. We were just talking the other day about how long ago 25 felt. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, and I'm so proud of the person you've become. Keep drawing, dreaming, and being yourself. Welcome to the Quarter Life Crisis Club. Pretty cool to say, I'll be 100. That's easy. 100 <laughs> is, everybody's getting 100 these days. I will say, in hindsight, 25 seems like maybe the best age. It's a really fucking good age. I, I appreciate that there is a quarter life crisis associated with it, but looking back. It wasn't even a crisis for me. It was like, oh shit, starting to kind of align a little bit. Maybe I'm a grown up. Maybe I'm grown, mm-hmm. but I'm still young enough fresh enough still tight still so tight that i can go out to the dancing place yeah i can pass for a young person mm-hmm. what about this next one this message is for calum it is from shannon hi baby i'm so glad you showed me the whole mcelroy family including the love that is wonderful i can't wait to marry you one day and get our peabub bubber puppy you can do good it good job by the way there was a lot of letter switching in there and you did a I great job i just went job. for it yeah, yeah. You can do it, cheese baby. I love you very much, and I'm so proud of you. Love, Crozy Baby. There's, you think that was supposed to be Crozy? I think it was supposed to be Crozy, yeah. and because I think this one was sent in as a type of challenge. Rubber Baby Bubby Bumper. Rubber Baby Bud. How do Buggy? I'm just saying it's on some Finnegan's Wake shit. Peabub Bubber Puppy. And it did not break your... Obviously, your stride is thoroughly broken at this point, but (laughs) the things that you broke it on were like completely voluntary. Uh The core thesis of the message, I think you delivered exquisitely. Thank you. Thank you. Hey there, beautiful people. I'm Travel Anderson. And I'm Jared Hill. We are the hosts of Fanti, the show where we have complex and complicado conversations about the gray areas in our lives, the things that we really, really love sometimes, but also have some problematic feelings about. Yes, we get into it all. You want to know our thoughts about Nicki Minaj and all her foolishness? We got you. You want to know our thoughts about gentrification and perhaps some positive? question mark Uh aspects of gentrification we get into that too every single thursday you can check us out at maximumfun.org listen you know you want it honey so come on and get it (laughs) period what have you brought before the sharks for us to invest in and fight over in a nasty way now i haven't watched a lot of shark tank but i'll do my pitch um have you ever noticed uh how when you go outside and there's white stuff on the ground and you're like boring yeah let me bring to you sharks the snowman i've heard of these he's just like us but he's made of snow he's just a round guy Mm-hmm. With a hat that lets curvy, him talk. curvy one might say, curvy in all the right places, yeah. which is to say, three places. <laughs> Here's the thing: apparently, in other parts of the world, two spheres, not That's three. That's the Animal Crossing way of doing things. Yeah, which I appreciate. Who's got the time for three spheres? North America is apparently the primary place for the three spheres. Well, we got to go bigger, don't we? Got to go bigger <laughs> and better. I bet fucking Henry Ford was the first one who was like, let's do more spheres. <laughs> um, I love the snowman. I love, you know, when you're driving around. I, okay, so here's the thing. Obviously, we have a, a problem with snow because of what happened to us in February of 2021. But when you're able to drive around and you see a little snowman in a front yard, 
Aren't you charmed it's by good. it? It's good. Yeah. I mean, it's real I, good. I'm more charmed by imagining the like childlike experience of making that snowman. Yeah. Like I mostly look at it and I think, oh, I bet they had a lot of fun with that. Not like look Have at Have you that. ever made like a real good snowman that you're proud of? No. Me neither. <laughs> There's like a certain kind of snow you need, you yeah. know? And I didn't do a lot of research on this, obviously, but it has to be snow that you can pack. Uh, and we didn't always get that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why, right? Like it did snow in Huntington and I, you know, there were th- three of us rambunctious boys. Mm-hmm. I, we just always wanted to go sledding at the park we lived next to. Yeah. And like that's way more exciting to me than any sort of construction project. Yeah. I also, like, while we're on the subject of Snowman, I like Frosty, the 1969 animated Christmas special. I enjoy a lot. I like The Snowman, which was the 1982 TV short. that Wasn't that based on uh, a book? Yes. Okay. And it's just, like, so soothing and, like, beautifully animated and... It's mostly, if I remember, about 40 minutes of watercolor imagery of a snowman flying around with a little boy. That's what I remember of it. Yeah, more or less. There's a there's a place where they go to meet other snowmen that I really enjoyed. Yeah. Just that there was like a hangout. But it's know? also a contemplation on snow mortality, which <laughs> is challenging for a lot of kids. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's that's the thing about the snowman is that anytime you watch like Frozen or you know, a, a film or TV show with a snowman, all you're thinking about is like, how long do I have this creature? Well, Olaf's got, th- and this is what bugs me out of Olaf. Oh, here we He's go. He's effectively immortal. He like, now, he can't fucking die. Even now, when he because dies. because of Elsa's magic. Right, but then like, he does, spoilers, I guess, for Frozen 2, but like, even when it, it's got, he still can come back. So it's like, you need that vulnerability to really vibe with a snowman. And Olaf is like this, immortal demigod so it's like how am i supposed to how am i supposed to like care about him and his story if he can't die you know what i mean and still walks the earth today yeah looking for some other sort of snow enchantress to release him from from this prison i mean there's another immortal guy that i feel like you think is pretty rad (laughs) um uh, snowmen. So the earliest known photograph of a snowman was taken in 1853 by a Welsh photographer. Before then, they were much too elusive to capture on film. <laughs> you couldn't, yeah. You couldn't get it to stay still long enough mm-hmm. to really get it in one of those photos. Um, but yeah, it's it's difficult, obviously, to be like, the first snowman. This is snowman. the first time people made two spheres with snow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so basically, like, the only way to really track that is to like look in in photographs and and books there's gotta film. be some sort of prehistoric carving of someone putting yeah. two balls together and cheering <laughs> um i did a little research on on the big snowmen like the the famous big ones the ones yeah. that the people are making and and putting forward love those guys and that is how i found snowzilla oh shit snowzilla is controversial um, largely because it was built in front of somebody's front yard and caused a lot of traffic delays in Anchorage, Alaska. Uh, he, also, that- he also destroyed Snokio. <laughs> you don't have you don't have to do that. You're frown- She was frowning while she did that. <laughs> uh, so Snowzilla 2005 was 16 feet. That's not that big. I feel like. 2007, 22 feet. That is quite, that's bigger. 
apparently the creator of Snowzilla was was brought to the attention of some code enforcement officers um, because the neighbors were like, you got to stop making this snowman because everybody's driving up inns and we can't get to our house. Right. Uh, and I was like, oh, that seems like not in the spirit. And then I did a little more research and this guy was pretty well known for having a lot of debris in his yard. And I think uh, this might have just been the tipping point for them of like, oh, another thing. So they had to call Snow Ghidorah to come and battle him. <laughs> This is really good. Mecca Snowzilla. This is really good, honey. I'm proud of you. Thanks. But as you mentioned, not the largest snowman. The largest snowman, uh, 2008 in Bethel, Maine. Uh, This is a snowman that was 122 feet. Now we're fucking cooking. And one inch tall. Was it just super skinny, though? It it was actually not a snowman. It was a snowwoman. Oh. It's the largest snow person ever created. Okay. 13 million pounds of snow. That's a that's that's about. I didn't think the Earth made weighed much more than that. It's only a few feet shorter than the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> wow! Why not go for it? If you finish your giant snow woman that you, the creator of, are definitely very attracted to, <laughs> and you found out like, oh man, seven more feet, and she would have been taller than the Statue of Liberty. How would you not be like, get out the big ladder? I know. We're doing this shit again. I know. Yeah. Give her a big hat. <laughs> Actually, there there was a hat. So here here is how this this snow person was constructed. If you go to the Guinness website, you can see a little time lapse video. There were cr- like cranes and bulldozers. It was like a whole big thing. Um, they made the eyelashes from eight pairs of skis. God Almighty! A forty eight foot wide fleece hat, an eight foot long nose made from chicken wire and painted cheesecloth, and lips made from five red car tires. Okay. The yeah. arms were two 30-foot spruce trees. This is starting to sound like a like a, a tall tale almost. Uh-huh. His arms were as big <laughs> as five red tires. <laughs> they also used five-foot-wide truck tires, so I'm guessing like, what is that, like, like a monster truck or big construction, whatever. Five-foot seems like a big tire uh, as the buttons. Um, I don't know. I have... I have five foot tires on my Hyundai Elantra. <laughs> I got seven foot tires on my Mitsubishi Eclipse. <laughs> How many more cars can you name? Oh, I got like nine or ten cars. Um, let me show you a picture of the big one. Yeah, does she have a name? The big woman, Olympia. Oh, that's fucking awesome! After Olympia Snow, who was a Whoa, okay, interesting. So not spherical in shape, more no. vol- more volcanic. I in think nature. if you're going to go structural on that size, you really have to make kind of like a pyramid more than a uh I can I be figure eight. Can I be honest with you? I am entranced by Olympia oh, because yeah? of the because of the the geometry of her. Like uh-huh. she is one perfect sort of like volcanic shape that just sort of smoothly arcs upward to a single head. It's very, mm-hmm. it's very mathematically uh, satisfying. Oh wait, you know, I, as I pulled up the image, uh, breaking news: um, Olympia is no longer the world's tallest snow oh, person. No, and this happens. as of twenty twenty. Wow, but almost a year. Uh, apparently, give me this news on the fly. I'm yeah, so stoked. Beep 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 beep. 125-foot structure in Austria. Okay. How big was Olympia? 
122 feet. That's bullshit. If you're going to go do it, do it. Big. Come yeah. on. Is it really that hard to add another foot on it? Okay. The snowman is nicknamed Reesey, which roughly translate as giant. Um, and How clever. <laughs> I hate Reesey. Was built in a ski region of Austria. Um, I need picks. I need picks. Survived winds of over 100 kilometers on Tuesday evening with only his two-meter hat blowing off and needing to be rebuilt. Oh, so for a minute there, he lost the crown. Oh, you know what it is? It's the hat, the big old hat. That's how they did it. Is that? That hardly seems fair. That's bullshit. That hat is like half the guy. And he looks like shit. He looks fucking terrible. He's so skinny. He has nothing on my big, beautiful snow wife, Olympia. I love my big, beautiful snow wife. I love my huge, conical (laughs) wife, Olympia. I hate that. I fucking hate that. <laughs> yeah, that that seems. I don't know. That seems a little unfair. But you know, that is the spirit of the human race, right? Like, I've to, I've, ch- to fucking <laughs> cheat. That's bullshit. You know, I bet Olympia. No parts of her ever blew off in some wind. My thick snow wife. That's. <laughs> I'm genuinely upset about this. And this was February 2020. Like. There was a lot going on in that time. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's why they haven't been able to. I mean, Olympia's got to still be there, right? If you're made out of 13 million pounds of snow, you're probably pretty hard to shut. What do you away. do when that melts? It's like a avalanche, right? Or a flood or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I don't like thinking about Olympia melting or being hurt in any way. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to pressure you, but how would you feel about being made out of 13 million pounds of snow. Doing a little snow play? A little snow. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey, everyone. It's about to get weird in the studio, so we better wrap up <laughs> quick. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Bowen and Augustus for the use of our theme song, Money Won't Pay. Uh, it's a very, very good track that you're just going to love the hell out of. Two important things. One, we have a lot of, not live, a pre-taped Candle Nights Spectacular that is going to be out this Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. If you go to McElroy.family, you can find out everything you need to know about it. You can get tickets. Tickets are $5, uh, or you can have an option to pay more because all ticket sales go to benefit Harmony House, uh, an amazing institution we've been working with for a long time in Huntington that uh, goes to provide support for people experiencing homelessness. Uh, it, it's b- by the nature of... This particular holiday season for us, we have not been able to get out the word as much about it. And ticket sales are what, what we call in the industry a little soft, which is uh, which which makes me quite sad. So please don't delay. Uh, go go get your tickets. Are you looking up the exact link for it? It's bit.ly slash candle nights twenty twenty one. If you can't make it. It would still be cool for you to get a ticket because uh, video on demand is going to be available through January second. Yes, it's it's bits from all of our shows all of our podcasts contributed segments for it's just for the so episode. it's so charming and lovely and you know if if you are for some reason just a fan of wonderful and not the other shows and you're like why would i watch this uh it will make your heart grow yes um we, we also have special guests uh like uh b dave walters hank green Jean gray paul and storm adam brody who agreed to do it for for reasons beyond my comprehension <laughs> uh-huh. but it's very cool 
Uh, so again, bit.ly slash candlelights2021. Tell a friend. We would love to be able to raise more money for Harmony House, and there's only a couple more days to do so. So thank you. Uh, I know I said we had two things. We actually have three because I forgot that we are also, wonderful, is doing a virtual live stream on January 7th at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And ticket sales for that one, again, it's going to be $5 with an option to give more, will go to Benefit Austin Bat Cave, which is a really rad nonprofit here in Austin that offers writing programs for young authors age 6 to 18. Rachel's been working with them for a long time. Uh, I've done a couple D&D camps with them. Yeah. They're a really, really, really amazing organization, and uh, we would love to be able to support them in a big way. So tickets for that are bit.ly slash wonderfulabc2021. Uh, the other thing is that all of our shows on the network are taking a break the week after Christmas, the last week of the year, December 27th through the 31st. So, uh, we're all going to be taking a, a, a week off and all the people that, you know, work with us to make the shows great and keep the, keep the, the business afloat are going to be taking a week off too. So, uh, enjoy, enjoy the remainder of 2021. Uh, pretty fantastic year. I think we can all agree. Yeah. Uh, and we'll be back to talk to you when 2022 starts. Uh, oh, also we have merch at macroymerch.com and you should go check all that, all that jazz out. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I hope we feel better next week. I think I will. I, you know, I, I did the neti pot. That's I've been drinking the lemon water. You've been um, sleeping at a ninety degree angle. You've been having me sort of squish, squish you it's to say that like it gets the toxins out, like school, like sit on, like sit on you and squish you pretty hard. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't see any of the toxins come out, but you're like they're invisible. Yeah, you know those like play doh hair. Yes, it, that's how the toxin comes comes oh, out God. like that. You just remind me of a Junji Ito horror story that I don't want to. I don't want to think about being you in it. I just want to keep imagining you as a beautiful hundred and thirty foot tall snow <laughs> snow princess that could destroy my whole house. And that Olympia is so much bigger than our house uh-huh. by a factor of like six. Mm-hmm. She's so big. Mm-hmm. Can you show me a picture again? <laughs> We should probably go first. Don't show me a picture of that fucking <laughs> slender, fucking 30-foot-hatted idiot snowman. <laughs> I'm going to take a blowtorch to that guy. I'm going to fly to Austria and annihilate that snowman. And send his ashes. To <laughs> I have to stop. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.